Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. It is I, your trusted Dungeon Master Brian, welcoming you once again into the digital rage room as we prepare another episode of our Dragon's Demand run-through. As always, you know, before the show, I like to do my little rant and rave. One of the things I did want to mention is that I know we said it a couple sessions ago that the hard slingers are going to be converting their 5e characters into another system. I don't want to give that away just yet. I think I already said it in the past. If, if you want to phase back, if not, what we plan on doing is putting together an episode and, and kind of talking about uh, the the diversion from the 5e mechanics into what they're going into and, and what they may like about it and what they may not, or what they may be more apprehensive about. Not that they won't like it. I love that. I love that system, and I'm just not going to tell you though. You got to either wait or you got to roll back. So, either way. Um, I did also mention in the past several times that we're planning on running a few other uh, systems, Starfinder, uh, more Delta Green coming your way, other older RPGs, as well as still trying to bring some more of our Rolling for 20 episodes to trying to put a few more things out there for you hard slingers to listen to and enjoy just to help you on your ride to work or while you're at work or while you're your better half is maybe yapping at you in the background. You just want to uh-huh, uh-huh, kind of laugh, smile. Yeah, no problem. Meanwhile, you got you got the ragers bringing it to you. And that's us. We want to keep making sure everybody's having a good time. As always, if you're enjoying the show, please pass that information on to a friend or a family member. Let them know that, that the show exists and tell them how great it is. Also, if you, if you feel inclined to... Head on over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash roll2hard20podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you too can help us out, help keep the lights on, help keep the cameras rolling, uh, and just all around be a, a great helper of the show. We would really appreciate it. None of that goes unappreciated. Um, I think other than that, the only thing I want to mention also, like I said before, don't forget, follow us on our any one of our social media footprints. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're out there on all the popular podcast apps. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the other little peripheral third world nation podcast apps. Make sure you leave us that five-star rating and review on whichever app you do listen to the show on. Well, I'm not going to hold you back any longer. Prepare to bite on the reins and let's do this. Warm up your dice and top off your glass as Roll the Hard 20 Podcast presents episode 23 of our Dragon's Demand run-through. Take it down a level. What? <laughs> Who is okay. this lady? <laughs> right? She always yeah, comes so, in at the most opportune times. Right. So no, the the nurse that I was working with was like, uh, oh yeah, I found these two other monitors. So I'm gonna hook them up to my other two monitors. And so then I'm gonna have, you know, like these many monitors. I'm gonna have this system on one, this system on the other, you know, I'll have this other system here, and then this will be the main screen that I work on. And I'm like, you're not exactly the most computer literate person and you're going to do this what <laughs> she's like yeah, i you... want one monitor for hulu the other one for amazon prime the <laughs> you other catch one her down at shit. the cafeteria aren't you yeah. supposed to be monitoring your monitors ah, 
it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Oh my God, it'll be fine. Yeah, dude, we, I had a, a breakdown with our system today and uh, it was just a long day. Yeah, work. You guys have never done the uh, electronical CDK, correct? Did they enforce that with you guys already? No, they they thought about, um, they said it's, they keep pushing it off. They keep pushing it off and off. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh, is that where you're doing your electronic multis? Oh, and stuff? we've been doing it like that and submitting it to parts for parts request. The thing is, is that we got the system down like the shop does, but it is time consuming because you have to wait for the parts department to get it done and then ship it back to the rider. And then everything gets delayed like two and a half hours. So if you're a waiter, your waiters are like now four hours, if that, because by the time you hear a reply back for just simple cabin filter or wipers, car's been down the line. You have already ran through like four other cars by the time you heard back from that one car. Mm. So it's just been backtracking us. Dude, Chris, you're like my new favorite person. Just FYI. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you, and even more. There's a bunch of <clears throat> nudes. It's <YouTube> <laughs> a right. bunch of nudes. Hey, oh yeah. The, if they show up blurry, the I'll give chat. you the good ones. Don't worry. We'll show you Chad. <laughs> the hanging Chad. <laughs> yeah, hanging Chad. Hangs a little to the left. Thanks. <laughs> going on, Nick? Nothing much. Just working. Of the week, yeah, literally just I get off of work at six, so I just have to like switch computers and me too. Yeah, oh shit. Oh, wait, you said you get off work at six. No, I get up for work at six. Oh no, fuck that. <laughs> Dude, I get up at five six a.m. That's that's two o'clock <laughs> your time. Yeah, but Brian, you're like that, you know, old get off my lawn guy. I mean, that's what you do. Oh, you should see. Um, I'll segue into this before we uh, we start up. But because we just moved in the house and our house is like on the corner of the, the street or like where the street kind of curves. So we've got like a pie shaped uh, property and it's huge on on one side. Oh, that's right, Chad. Anyways, um, I guess the neighbor came over and was complaining to Brandy that Nala had had shit on their side or whatever. Now their walkway is about, well, they don't even have a walkway, but their part of the lawn is like two feet wide. And so we have just all this Mongo space and everything. I was like, how the fuck did the dog get over there anyways? You know, I, I seriously doubt that, but that's fine. You know, we picked it up or whatever. So we're going to go through the association and I'm going to get the authorization to run a metal gate down that whole side so that you could see their little property. So just make sure I don't want your feet on my lawn, you know, <laughs> you know, put the Arlo's all along the side over there. <laughs> Stay off my side. Yeah. I'll tell you about keep off my lawn fuckers. <laughs> Anyways, that's how you do it. Bring a little California to Florida. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like uh the guy at work told me i said something he's like oh before i forget fuck you <laughs> it's like oh it's like, in case i haven't told you today yeah in case i haven't told you i love you fuck you he's pretty cool he's one of my one of the guys he's not you junior chris oh yeah well, i'm just i'm getting set up uh-huh zoom uh -huh. in wait i thought you were supposed to go like this 
Now, Let's see if I can it. just put his window to sleep here. Oh. Anyways, are we ready, guys? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure you're more than ready because we're waiting on something, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World of Hard 20 podcast. It is I, your trusted and faithful and ruthless DM, Brian. And with me, the hard slingers. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's right. Now, Chris, you just set off a trap and took 15 points of damage was that right no 14 no it was it was i think we calculated 15 points are you sure let's Six, seven, let's review yeah. the tape yeah, yeah 15 points <laughs> yeah you're right no it's 15 points yeah it's 15 points See, you could have had one more hit point then but, you would have had bob and george but you still um i still have to roll uh con save for poison you, you do you know I'm a rogue. I don't have much constitution. It's okay. I have faith in you. I hope yep. I hope Flint Hardstrike is getting his hands ready for me. Now, not to be a total dick, I'm only going to have you roll the con once, not three times. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, I know. So make it count. That's right. <laughs> Rolled an 11. Fail. How many you points take, of damage? You take two points of poison damage. Okay. I'm dead. You're just dying. I'm dying. You're dead inside. Uh, so do we do, do we see this? Do we see Stabby in front of us just like go me, like and then fall let over? Let me give a brief description of everything that just kind of went down. You guys from the mouth from the opening of this large cavern that was just covered with straw all across the floor. You saw that across the way, uh, I believe it was 50 feet out, there was a another opening in the northern wall. Stubby went over there, found a trap, a tripwire, thought he had disabled it, and he didn't. He had shot three darts into him, all three hit him at head level, and he just failed his con save and just took this poison damage as he's now laying in the straw. And this is exactly what the three of you see. Actually, let me rephrase that. It's what the five of you see because you still have Nighttail with you and Hack, her Velociraptor. You just watch him just <laughs> and just right in the melon and just knuckle down. Uh, Warren will uh, run uh, up to, because uh, Stabby, if I recall, was trying to like go around. <laughs> Stabby got stabbed. <laughs> Stabby was trying to like go around a corner, right? He wanted to see what was around the uh, <laughs> what was around the other side of the the partition because you couldn't see. Uh, you just knew that the northern part of the room where it exited went to the east. Okay. And as he was going up there to look around and. He decided he was going to check for traps right at that point of egress, and he found him. But he okay. was unsuccessful in disabling that trap. So last question then real quick before I actually do action. Do we know that this was a trap, or do we just see that he got impacted by projectiles? Make a wisdom check on that. Or an in insight. Whoever or, wants to look at it. All right. Uh, do, do an insight check. All right. Something I'm... Oh, fuck, of course. I was going to say something I'm good at, and Flint got an eight. 
That's okay. Warren got a 17. All right. <clears throat> yeah, Nightel doesn't doesn't know what's going on either. Uh, I think as she, as he had mentioned before, he had not been down this far. Um, mm -hmm. But Warren, you know you heard the spring mm -hmm. fire off and just a and then you saw him collapse down and you know he was down there screwing around with something trying to disable some you have no doubt it in your mind that it, he probably set off the trap he was trying to put a commission okay i mean warren will run up uh basically to the edge and peer around it and then assuming he sees no cobalt he's going to like quickly motion over to flint okay as you poke your head around that corner you see that the room extends to the east it's about 10 feet wide goes down about another 15 feet and there's a large seven foot wide hole in the ground you see from the ceiling a knotted rope that descends down and into that hole that's Ooh. what you see when you poke your head around real quick and and put, pull it back okay all right <laughs> and down um this is gonna see, look like a funny picture by the way but <laughs> what is that a snake's head <laughs> i know beep beep me fucking beaker <laughs> it looks like a me seeks from when, rick and morty when i drew this thing i was looking at it i'm like that looks fucking that looks close to it but uh yeah, just kind of creeping up on you. And roll some initiative. That's right. Against one-eyed Willie. Um, okay, so tell me what you want to do, Warren. I I just like motion for Flint over uh, to come over, and I'm keeping an eye in case that may have also alerted something down in a de like down in what appears to be their. Uh, next chamber which is down okay yeah flint sees a uh, warden's you know sign and looks at a circuit and he's like move down you know yeah. <laughs> we're moving down go tight man <laughs> tight that shit up speaking of um so i want to uh check stebby's condition uh you said you Past the you failed the constitution, correct? I you failed the I failed the con and that's what killed me. Okay. Or I'm laying down. I'm resting right now. All right. Um as <laughs> resting. <laughs> He's taking a I'm resting nap. my eyes. Take ten. I'm at least going to stabilize him. Um I place my hands on him and now when you stabilize him, does that um uh, omit cast, the poison i don't know 100 percent. so what are you are you using spare of the dying spare of the dying correct okay, so it stabilizes no, has no effect to undead or unconscious or undead if you're living at zero or a living creature hits zero <laughs> if you're living at zero <laughs> you're living at zero <laughs> becomes stable and it just so, says uh no effect on undead so is stabby base is stabby just taking more damage or does he have the poison condition if he's stabilized he's gonna have to he still retains the poison condition until he can make the con save okay the problem um, is if he fails the first one he gets poisoned and then he takes the damage the second time he fails it he actually goes unconscious so it's kind of redundant at this point 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, for I mean, player-wise, um, I'm going to take a look at the uh, arrows that are in him and pretty much relay the information to the group that I think these are uh, poison arrows. Um, damn it, Jim. He's dead. Damn it. He's down. <laughs> Bring me my med kit. <laughs> um, if I stabilize him, I, I don't know if he's going to take any kind of um, well, if you don't, reaction to this this poison in his system. I mean, if you don't st- uh, stabilize him, then he's going to die. Well, the thing about it is, though, is, is you're metagaming. You don't know he's been poisoned. That's the reality. Oh, you just saw okay. him take the hits and go down. You know, other than the uh, mechanics of what you copy, heard, copy, copy. you don't know that what he had to save versus. So you just know that he went down. Oh, fuck it. I'm reviving your ass. Give me a felt pen, somebody, a marker. Tracheotomy. <laughs> Use that dart. You're all huffing more poison into him. So, okay. um, casting Spare the Dying, he's at least stable, so he doesn't have to make death saving throws. Okay. Uh, I gotta check something real quick. Dex. It doesn't say, unless I'm missing it, whether or not he has disadvantage on saving throws. Due to the fact that he's unconscious? Unconscious, yeah. On what Death. type of saving throws? Yeah, because he's going to have to make a con save. He uh, he shouldn't have disadvantage on like a constitution saving throw to try to okay. throw off a poison effect. Unless, um, the only thing would be, so if he has a poisoned condition, going back to metagaming a little bit, but... If he has a poison condition, then um, that just means that he has disadvantage on attack all... rolls and ability checks. Yes, not saving throws. Yeah, it doesn't save it. Okay, well, I won't give him that then. Okay. You won't have disadvantage to be when it's your turn. Sirkin, what would you like to do from the mouth of this cavern standing next to Nighttail? Um. I think at this point, I kind of realized the severity of the situation. And so I, I try to lead a uh, hack in Nighttail towards the group where they're trying to revive uh, Stabby. Well, if you don't mind there, uh, we're going to kind of trail a little bit behind you. Uh, we'll make sure no more of the darts fall out of whatever just hit your boy when to hit us as well. You understand? No, I think you guys can go ahead of me. I'll see behind so you guys don't try to go back. Roll an intimidation check on that. Yeah. Got up in his grill. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 12. 12? He looks at you. He says, come on, hack. Let's lead the way up here. I could see he's not going to let us go behind. And he actually starts leading hack. Apparently, whatever you use, it must have been the the inflection of your voice was enough to get him a little riled up. Because you got to remember, he's just a little thing, you know. And he starts leading uh, 
his velociraptor across the cavern towards where Warren and Flint are at. That's where they stop and they look down and he looks at uh, that stubby on the floor there and he says, uh, you know, uh, I might have something that might be able to be of, of use to him if you'll allow me. Uh, I will, I'll do a quick insight check on him. Uh, I mean, he's proven himself before, so, uh, I mean, he gave Warren a, a healing potion, so he's he's proven himself to be useful. Oh, so that's actually a 20, not a hard 20. He, he looks very genuine and mm -hmm. very sincere. You see him reach into his, uh, his bag, the one that he mm -hmm. pulled down off the, the shit pile, and he pulls out... <clears throat> A, a rod looks to be made of some kind of a intricate metal that's interwoven with with different layers of gold and silver and he kind of aims it down towards stubby and you see this mild blast shoot off as you feel this uh this invigoration as you get this cure of wounds and you start getting pumped up with hp for six points of healing. And he looks at you, Flint, and he says, you know, I could see that you're, you're a man of faith, are you not? That I am. But at times your faith may only take you so far with the creations of those who dabble in the arcane might be of more assistance. Perhaps this might be of assistance to you. And he hands you this wand. It now has 16 charges left of cure light wounds. Ooh. Stubby, as you slowly lean up off the floor, Stubby, you see him reach into his bag and he pulls out that silver Kindle dagger. He looks at you and he spins it in his hand and hands it to you handle first. I reach my hand forward. <clears throat> and I nod, thanking him. Perhaps you might find this to be of better use to someone of your kind than someone of mine. I assure you I found it off the man. He was already dead. Thank you, Nighttail. Thank you. It's Mr. Nighttail. <laughs> Dr. Nighttail. Don't you forget it. Dr. Nighttail. <laughs> I sir, God damn it. I still work for a living. Um, Can... Flint, my name's not check. Ken. <laughs> Flint wants to do a. Uh, he walks over to Stabby now that he's up and conscious. He wants to do like a a medical exam on him. Stabby, you you need to sit down for a second. I need to take a look at you. You you know you've been concussed. You've been <laughs> like shot with arrows. <laughs> <laughs> now put your feet in the stirrups. <laughs> my ass supposed to be in the air. <laughs> It's perfectly natural. Don't ask questions. I'm a doctor. <laughs> um, he seems to be uh, coming around from this. Whatever was ailing him, whatever took him down the final point, seems to be uh, leaving him. All right. You know, just want to make sure we're we're a long ways back to any town. So you've fallen down a few times. I just want to make sure everything's... <laughs> You know, running right, and I could see him like you know, 
doing like exams, like touch the tip of your nose. I just want to see if your motor skills are operating. But if he's clear bill of health, I say we could rock on. Okay. Tell me what you guys want to do. Uh, Flint, I, I'm still not feeling entirely myself. I, I appreciate Night Tail helping and curing my wounds lightly, but I still don't <laughs> feel 100%. Is there anything you could do? Well, I've never tried one voice. of these before. So, <laughs> <laughs> sound like an addict. Just a little more. Uh, so I'm just asking for just a small little bump. Yeah. Um, the cure wounds. What is the uh, dice for that one? Cure light wounds. I'm going 2d4 right now. I was actually trying to look it up, um, but I have to I have to pull it up. Uh, just right. put that down for now. Okay. 2d4. I think that's what we were running in the uh, carrying crown as well. Okay. Um, with that being said, I am going to try out this new magic wand of cure light wounds and oops. Sorry. Hocus and pocus. give him a uh, hocus pocus hit with it and granting you. Yeah, nine points of healing. Now, now, how many how many did you hit him with? Just one. You said two d four, right? Yeah. So how'd you get nine? Oh, because the I max a is D8. eight. Sorry, <laughs> my bad. I hit I hit the wrong. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> nice try there. Nice trying to. I know, right? Trying to it, sneak it, it you by. You could at least done some better math than that. Holy. My fuck. bad. All right. <laughs> it was with advantage. Still not bad. Six points of healing. Okay. Now, does a wand count as a spell of any kind? No, there's no, no somatic no... components to it. In fact, you don't even have to be trained to use it in right. 5e. In Pathfinder, that'll be different. By the way, like I said, when we get to third level, as I hold up four fingers, <laughs> we get to Who third needs to do math? Who <laughs> right. needs to do math? All right. When we get to third level, um, we will be changing into the Pathfinder underwear. Okay, I was only asking because since my um, I am the life domain, I do get an additional bonus for spells that are cast. But if you're saying it's not a spell, it's then... not cast. No. Okay, perfect so. then. All right, so Sebi, you are receiving some additional healing at least. Oh, I feel so good. <laughs> you got a little <laughs> <laughs> a little something on there. Got a little necrosis from your death saving throws. Okay, so he's pumped up, invigorated. Um, I don't know what the condition is of the rest of your crew. Uh, yeah. I know Warren recently got healed by Nighttail as well. Mm -hmm. Warren, Warren, Warren's okay. He's 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 a little little bruised, but he's he's fine. Um, How about you, Sirkin? I'm about like half right now. Half uh, four, half, half empty. Half empty. <laughs> Half empty. So so what you're saying, all right, so I'll use one more because we need Circuit <laughs> to be up. And it's a D8s, right? D4s. Four. Jesus. <laughs> I know. I was fucking with you. All right. Here we go, Circuit. Let's see. Not as great, but four additional points of healing. 
Okay, I'll take it. Um, once Stabby is back on his feet, Orin will will look at him and, and ask, "So, do are there? I saw that you were trying to disable something. Are there more traps in here?" I don't know. All I know is that I, all I heard was a click and thunk, 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 and I was out. I, okay. I, I'd be happy to look for some more traps. I will uh, assist if that is okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So if you, if you want to make it like an investigation check is normally for finding traps. Um, I don't know if Ryan's got some other role. No, that's well, okay. I think we used last time as well. Okay. It was just the disabled device that I wanted him to to try to beat, <laughs> and he uh, he did not. He did not. Do I? Is there any? Um, Warren is saying that he's helping me. Are you? He gets a plus if he uh, rolls over ten. You get a plus two for that. All right. Uh, that's Pathfinder in five E. It's he gets advantage. Yeah, that's. I, I'm just trying to prepare you people. What do you mean by Sorry. you people? Don't uh, mind me. Go, what do you go ahead, here? you people. Go, go ahead and roll it. Yeah, go ahead and roll it with an advantage. Okay. Investigation with advantage. Here we go. 14. 14? As you're looking around the cavern, are you going into that partitioned area on the other side as well? Or are you I am. Still... No guts, no glory. Okay. You spend about maybe another 10 minutes or so investigating that that part of the room and you don't find anything else. There are no more trip wires. There's nothing hidden in any of the walls or in the floor or in the ceiling. Uh, from what you could tell, it, everything appears to be pretty good, pretty kosher at this point. What, like you what have else? found the only trap, basically. Okay. What else do I observe from this room that I'm in? Uh, as I had described to Warren, you see that against the, uh, the eastern portion of this room, 15 feet away, there is a seven foot diameter hole that leads down into the floor. And from the ceiling, you see a, a rope that's got uh, knots at intervals that extends down from the ceiling down into that hole itself. Uh, can I tell if the hole is uh, equal lighting to what we're standing in now? It's a little dimmer than what you're standing in right now. Okay. Um, and can I, can I tell, uh, is the rope, uh, really old or is it newer? In other words, if we were to use that rope, would it hold, um, the, the heaviest party members weight? Probably. I don't think there, there would be much of a problem doing that, yeah, but I don't like, think hack would make it down in there. We're sending him first. <laughs> or see how far it is. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm a little curious about the. Uh, a little interested in that rope too. It the rope seems like it's been fairly used by the cabals, not like it's been abandoned and left by whoever no. mined the limestone in this quarry before. Correct. Yeah. No, it doesn't okay. seem that way at all. Um, depending on how long the cabals have been in this layer is a whole nother thing. But even though the rope looks old and you see it, that portions of it are starting to fray here and there, it looks as though the integrity of the rope is still intact. Like there's no portions that are completely frayed out or have snapped loose or anything. Okay. Um, and 
I take it Flint can see where the hole is, right? Yeah, I'm sure at this point everybody's at that area. Uh, okay. Right now, where Stubby had fired off those darts. Can I make a... Uh, I want to use my stone cunning to see if this was something for that they used for the limestone, or is this something completely different and it totally reeks of cabal? Okay. And I get advantage to that. Do it one more time, because that one was shit, and it wasn't that great. So I rolled a five. Yeah, you're not oh. really sure... What the, yeah, you're not really sure what the rope would have been used for, but um, since you've been in the lair, you haven't come across any limestone, so it I thought we got one, wasn't it? What's that? I thought we saw one uh giant block of limestone when we entered one of the uh crevasses going down to uh, let's see if I could pull up the map. Anyways, you're gonna pull that uh, well, let me explain it to you this way. Um, you don't see an abundance of it anywhere. I think the only thing that you might have seen that might have resembled some kind of uh, limestone or, or other large boulders was when that trap had, that floor trap had opened up in that one hallway before you found Nitel. But the thing is, you don't see any limestone being brought in and it looked like most of it was confined to the quarry itself. So they're probably not bringing it up or moving it around to and fro and most of it's sub uh submerged at this point as well and it has been for like uh over 100 years i think uh is the floor of around the hole is it dirt or is it still stone like they they hone through the stone to to make this hole it's it's compacted flooring but it's also covered with straw Okay. Just like the other room that you, on the other side of the partition where you came from, the whole floor is covered with straw. Uh, any indications of people being in like using the hole, like the straw kind of like, like footprints or anything like that? Uh, make an investigation check with that. I just want to make sure that they don't uh, investigation. Oh my gosh, I am rolling shit. That is a natural one. Nope. You don't even see your own footprints in this shit. Well, well, it looks safe. Let's go. <laughs> just, I mean, fuck that rope. Get that thing out of the way. I'm diving in. I mean, uh, I'll show you how okay. to take it. Take damage. <laughs> Steffi, <you> take notes. <laughs> so the question is, Put that is wand because... up your ass. Because <laughs> the, 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 the dwarf is smaller, but like weighs just as much and is thus more compact. Do they take more damage when they fall? Let's find out. <laughs> Push that dude right in there. Spartan me. Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every time I think of that, I think of you. <laughs> anyway, Nobody has my humor here. We're States not going to get anywhere. Humor. We're not going to get anywhere, and there's no other way to go, right? There's no other chamber we've missed. From what you can tell, you haven't missed anything. So you managed to basically clear whatever this entry level is. Mm -hmm. uh, and everything has basically led you to this one room. So let's go. Sirkin, you should totally go first with your new four hit points. 
Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess I'll I'll lead the charge. Uh, can I first look down into the hole and see how how far down this actually goes? Sure. Now you have dark vision, right? Yes. It looks like it goes down about twenty feet. Yeah. And from what you can tell, where the rope ends is probably about five feet above uh, ground that looks sandy. So Stabby will need help getting up. Got it. That's <laughs> fucked up. It's all right, Stabby. I'll give you a red. <laughs> give him a ride. <laughs> I'll give you a ride down. <laughs> okay, uh, so at that point, I grabbed the rope, uh, but then I actually turned to uh, Night Nightdale. What was, what was his name again? Nighttail. Nighttail. Turn to Nighttail and say, are, are you guys coming down? Come with us? Well, I, I know that hack won't be going down that hole. Um, I don't know. Uh, yes. Go ahead. Finish. Finish your your thoughts. I'm just a little concerned about what might be down there. I I have no problem taking over for Rogue has and leading this tribe, but uh, I don't know what's down there. Well. And I'm not the bravest of souls. Uh, more of a scholarly kind of individual. I will take a moment and look at, like, Stabby, Flint, and Sirkin. And then I'll turn to Nighttail and I will say, you have assisted us, certainly as much as your freedom has warranted. And I will uh, kind of gesture to myself and kind of in reference to the healing potion that he gave Warren. And then I'll kind of gesture over towards uh, uh, Flint with the wand. And I will say, at this point, I think my companions and I will give you an, uh, enough trust that if you say you will leave, and you will leave and not trouble these lands anymore, then do so. If you wish to come with us yourself and provide what aid you are able, you can perhaps gather any kobolds who will follow you and lead them away as well. I look at my companions and kind of like uh, raise my eyebrow and kind of, uh, do you have anything to add? If it's fear of not being able to fight off these uh, kobolds with us, I might be able to help you with that. I have this uh, elixir that grants anyone bravery. Lix who? Elixir. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this E feller. Well, and uh, who's he licking? <laughs> oh my. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll be more than happy to join you. He looks that hack and leans against his head and kind of rubs his head and he whispers something into his his ocular ear, ear whatever they have I don't know and uh, hack turns around and, and actually goes back out of the cavern he'll join us back at the quarry if uh, if we all make it I had a question just popped into my head the Velociraptor hack, did he have a saddle or was he like bareback in him? 
You're under know. the assumption he was writing him, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was under the assumption. Yeah, he never wrote him. I just they think just, that's a cool kind of... image, man. Just riding a velociraptor. Dude, play play some Eberron. Liam might play be a... some times when hack rides me, but uh, <laughs> that's just a whole different thing. <laughs> well, who's going to go down this here rope first? I, I'm, oh. I'm joining you, but I'm far from the bravest. So I'll let you know that right now. Um, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll lead the way since I'm, I'm already holding the rope. And... Okay. You see yeah. Sirkin grab the rope with both hands, put his feet onto the knots, and begin to descend. And with that descent, go ahead and make me an athletics check, please. Okay. Oh, this is not going to end well. What's the range on that wand? He <laughs> <laughs> said the hole was 25 feet down, right? 20. 20. 20, okay. I got an the eight. What, what'd you get? Eight. 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 <laughs> you see Sirkin begin to shinny down this rope, smug look on his face, and miss one of the knots. And all you see is this pie face as he falls down and just disappears into the hole for seven points of damage as you land on your back. Jesus. When Ow. Knocked out, prone. Make a perception check while you're down there sucking wind. Okay. Uh, 13. 13. You just notice that you're in a large cavern. It's probably 60 feet long by 40 feet wide. You see an exit against the eastern wall. That's before you get to the exit. There's like a path of sand that's bracketed by two murky pools. And you see the backside of something running down that corridor and turning a corner to the south. Warren, you watched Sirkin fumble and fail miserably. Surprisingly, he fell without a sound. Really? You see Nighttail look down the hole, look at the three of you, grab the rope, and attempt to make his way down to assist him. And just shimmies down this thing just all the way down to the ground his pod feet touch down beside you Sirkin he looks at you looking around from side to side trying to get in a low profile and trying to cradle you to make sure you're all right oh sweet his little scaly hands <laughs> brushing brushing your forehead they're there now the first step was one hell of a jaunt wasn't it Warren what would you like to do I will go ahead and go down next. Okay, make that same athletics check, please. So I'm prone on the ground next to Sirkin. <laughs> I got a four. And you got four <laughs> points of damage as you sail down towards him. <gasps> a little bit of blood trickled out of like the side of Warren's mouth. So you and Flint see Warren disappear in the hole at terminal velocity. 
which one of you would like to join your comrades down below? Debbie, you're still t- up here, right? Top side? I'm top side. I'm right here oh, with you, Flynn. All right. Start covering the hole. All right. I got an idea. <laughs> well, Stebby, if you want to accompany me on the way down, you're more than welcome to. I did purchase some climbing gear when we were oh, in town. You did. That's right. Uh, so Flint is going to see everyone else drop. He will like to put on his climbing gear. And that would at least allow me to not fall more than 25 feet from the point of where I anchored myself. So I'm going to anchor myself and then go down. Okay. You managed to go all the way down. Was he on your back or no? Stabby. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, okay. on my back. He's my like, I'm his like velociraptor. <laughs> all the way down. So you guys make it down to the floor. You see that circuit's on his back, Warren's on his back. You see Nighttail trying to help him. Let me describe this room for you and I'll even send a picture if I can make this thing work for me. The room is 60 feet long by 40 feet wide, bracketing the only exit out of this cavern are two murky pools sitting in the north and south ends. What would you like to do? Well, Warren will get up, take stock of himself, curse that he lost, you know, four more hit points, and look around. Yeah, no, that point, Circuit will try to get up as well. Yeah, you guys are, I mean, unless you guys went below zero, you guys pop back up. You see, what are uh, those? What are those marks that appear to be in the middle of the room? Yeah. Okay, the, the murky pools. Those are the two oh. murky pools. Yeah. Okay. Looks like an angler fish. <laughs> Nothing bad can that, possibly yep. happen. <laughs> okay. Um, Stebby is going. I'd, I'd like to kind of look around that. It, you said it's like sixty by forty. Yes. 60 feet long from uh, east to west and 40 from north to south. Okay. Um, with an exit against the eastern portion of the cavern. How far can I see in this room? Uh, you can probably see the full 60. It's just, it's not very bright at all, but it's okay. not dark. Can I do um, like an investigation check around that pool? and see if the which one there's two of them well both pools okay um well first is is it a rock or a dirt or a straw floor it's more of like a sandy floor okay i'd like to do an investigation check around both of those pools and see if it looks like anything may have come in or out of the water okay like you know um uh drag marks or feet or anything like that okay Trying to see if there's anything lurking in the water. And it reaches up and grabs Stabby. <laughs> uh, that's a 17. 17. You don't see anything that that looks trailing in and out of the water, but in the water itself, from where you are, you can see that it's probably only about two and a half, three feet deep. You see there's a lot of uh, just sickly looking tadpoles swimming in each one. Just 
rancid looking. They look like they've got uh, algae or mildew or something on their bodies and stuff. And they're just kind of swimming around. They see something get close to the water's edge. They kind of get close to where you are. You go in the water. Do I go in the water? Sure. No. No. <laughs> I turn back to the group and, and explain what I've seen. Hey, uh, guys, it doesn't look like anything has come in or out of the water, but um, the pools are full of tadpoles. And they seem to be, as you approach the water, they come up um, to investigate. I don't know what to make of that. Warren, maybe, you know, through your travels, um, there's something. What do I look like? Some, some like, land <laughs> hugger? No. Free hugger? No. Some vagabond no. just <laughs> traveling around from Ugh. place to place. No, I turned my like attention you, you away actually, from... you, you actually, like, describe, like, uh, like, you know, murky, it, like, tadpoles in a murky pond, and Warren's just like, Ugh. So I look at our ranger. You're playing a ranger, right, Sirkin? Yes. So I look at our ranger and I said, does this, from what I described, does this sound like anything that you've ever encountered before? I just want to make sure that these tadpoles don't all of a sudden like jump out of the water and attack us all because they seem kind of friendly. Uh, can I do a history check? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Clutching a sand here. <laughs> uh... Ooh, that's good. I got a 20. 20? Uh, you know that you've come across in your travels uh, subterranean caverns that have housed water that, that have pooled together. Uh, you found different kinds of life forms in those pools from time to time, but you've never seen tadpoles that looked this bad in your life. I mean, these look very, very sickly. Okay, I explained that to, uh, to Stabby, uh, that I haven't really encountered tadpoles like this specifically before. And so maybe it's kind of cause for concern. Well, they burn them. <laughs> Let's, oh, uh, let... <laughs> I was out of character, my bad. <laughs> Jeez. Let's see if we can um, maybe uh, deal with the cobalts who might be down here. I think there are more immediate threat than the tadpoles. And like Warren's like, like got his like kind of like hands together, and he's like gripping like the edge of like his his like cloak, gathering it close as he walks by the pool. Like, Ugh. yeah, definitely don't want to get too close to the water. Uh, I just wanted to. I don't know if you want me to roll for this, but where we're at down in the tunnel is it more uh is the room like moist like it's more humid yeah, it, or... well it's cooler down here than it's, it is it's up, cooler up above yeah okay it, it just... might have something to do with the water as well i mean there's you don't hear dripping or anything but it, it just feels cooler you know like the deeper you go into the earth the cooler it seems the cooler to get. It is. yeah so the hole is moist flint right we came down that big tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> down that dry, dry hole with the beads. Okay. Uh, um, Stebby says, uh, I, I don't think this is much of anything. I'm just being particularly cautious. That's probably because you took three to the head the other, in the other room. 
I might be a little concussed from my fall <laughs> to the ground. Oh, yeah. So I I um I motioned to the rest of the the party um, to head east to where I think you said it kind of dogleg's south. Yeah. Yeah, it goes. You see that there's a uh, the exit out of the east. Looks like the corridor goes for about twenty five feet and then turns down to the south. Okay. So I'm going. Uh, I'm going to relate to the group. Uh, when I when I did fall on my back down here, I did see something run in the eastern direction. I don't know if it was a cobalt. I just saw something scatter and run towards that direction. So. And you're just now mentioning this. Oh, yeah, you know, Warren. Warren will kind of like creep up to the the like uh, entrance into that tunnel, um, not actually going into the tunnel just yet, and will just like kind of motion everyone to be like quiet for a moment as he listens. Would you like a perception check? I would. I thought you were going to roll it already. <clears throat> uh, I was. I was just you know confirming. Uh, that's a sixteen. Sixteen. You hear what it sounds like water coming from the uh, from the southern portion where it dovetails down. Mm -hmm. I'll kind of motion the others forward and just kind of say, uh, after a moment, Warren will just say, I, I only hear water um, up ahead. So let, let's be cautious. That may mask anyone who is down there. I agree. Yep. Well, uh, I, don't, I really don't want to go first, but uh, why don't you give the DM your marching order? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Warren is not going first either. Warren is, is happy to go anywhere in the middle. All right. Flint will go first. Very well. I'll take second. I'll take third. All right. I guess second will go last, so... Uh, Night Tail can be in the middle. All right. He's lucky, Pierre. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for putting me in there. I'll appreciate it. So tell me what you would like to do, Flint, as you look at this 25-foot deep hallway before it turns to the south. Uh, cautiously, just go around the corner and see what's on the other side. Okay. As you enter... Go down to 25 feet, turn to the south, and you see that the uh, the hallway becomes more jagged. At about it's about 40 feet long or so, but it the last 20 feet of it is just cluttered with rubble, like larger boulders, uh, jagged edges of boulders and stuff that just seem to be choking this part of the of the tunnel before it looks like it, it opens onto something. Does this look like a natural collapse or is this like they were throwing dirt and boulders and stuff to the side? Go and make your investigation check. All right. Come on, roll something good. Five. I am not uh, rolling for sh well, What do you see up there, dwarf? You see a bunch of I don't know. I see a bunch of collapsed boulders and rocks i'm i'm not sure if and it's probably only about two maybe two and a half feet off the floor but it definitely chokes the last part of this tunnel we're just gonna have to we go through it right 
Yeah, you can we walk just through it. It's just difficult right. terrain. So. All right. Uh, I don't know if this is natural collapse or if they were preventing people to go through, but let's just go over it carefully and just beware of the jagged edges. And then uh, Flint will actually move. What did I do? Flint will move up onto the top of the uh, pile of rubble. Okay. And then take a look in and see what else he sees. From what you can see from on top of this rubble, you see it. You can't see the, the sides of this room that it opens onto, but you do see that there's a large pool of water that's in the middle of it. And as you're looking down at it, you could tell that at the end of the hallway you're in, there's probably like a five foot, maybe seven foot piece of uh, of shoreline to this to this pool. And even from where, where you are, you can see that on the opposite side of the pool, more to the south, uh, you see that there's another five foot portion of shoreline, as well as a uh, an exit directly across from you. But other than that, you can't see anything else off your peripheral. Not from where right. you're standing. <clears throat> well, guys, I hope you brought your swimming trunks. It looks like we might be doing some swimming. And uh, I'll ex explain the, the room to everyone, as you described. You know, there's like a five-foot clearing in front of us, and the rest is submerged with water. But on the other end, there appears to be an exit. This is the only way that it seems to go through. It's the only way. This is the way. This is the way. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. I have spoken. Um, it's eerily quiet in this room, right? Do we hear water trickling? Or you just hear the else? water of what sounds like the, the water itself in the middle of the room, possibly dripping from the ceiling above. It almost sounds like that, bleep, 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 right. you know, occasionally. All right. Flint's probably going to take one for the team. He is going up to the the five-foot clearing in front of the water, and he wants to roll an investigation to see if he sees any of those friendly tadpoles in this pool okay. as well. As you step out of the corridor and step onto the sand, you notice that there are two kobolds on either side of this exit with these spears and they both gaff at you at their legs. And because they're so close together, they actually get packed, packed tactics. Okay. First one will hit. And I think the second one is going to hit as well for, hang on a second. Uh, 18 is going to hit you, right? 18 will hit, yes. Okay. or seven points of damage and you're knocked prone as this thing strikes you as they both strike you in the leg right, you guys in the hallway scream out <laughs> you watch flint climb down the rubble exit the tunnel look at the water and immediately you just see these iron spears come out and you see these kobolds and just he you see him just collapse down right onto the shoreline uh, to be, you're next in line. I am. I'm. Uh, uh, I'm gonna uh, attack the kobold on the right. 
So I'm gonna kind of jump out into the that room a little bit in that five foot clearing and immediately kind of turn to my right and uh, attempt to attack the, the first kobold. Okay. With my rapier. Oh, fuck yes, hard 20. Oh, the hard 20. But with my my uh, plus, it was a 25. Of course it was. I actually forgot something on you, Flint, you bastard. You gonna give me some damage to be, or what are we doing here? Um. 13 13 and then because i rolled a hard 20 don't i get oh you gotta back that shit up yeah what's your what's the max damage of that uh max damage of piercing is 1d8 plus 3 okay so 11 11 where'd you get the 13 um i think it already calculated it because i did math. it was a 2d8 plus 3 oh 2d8 yeah. it's 2d8 because I rolled, it's um, beyond D&D already calculated because I rolled a hard 20 okay. already did it. So 13. Well, you come out of this part. tunnel with a fucking fury and just with your rapier, you just pierce this dude right through the heart. You see the Kabul drop his spear. <sighs> and let's roll some initiative. <laughs> All right. I think we already have initiative. <laughs> <laughs> to uh give me just a half a moment don't you do that i'll edit your ass out <laughs> hey i don't want dead air come hey, on there's no dead air <laughs> Shh, everybody be quiet <clears throat> you better be quiet i don't want to hear that anymore Sirkin, what do you got six stubby Damn, Warren. Uh, Warren has a 19. Flint. Six. Who, which one of you guys has the highest decks, by the way? I would probably guess that Sirkin does. Sirkin does? Right. Yeah, probably. Plus two. Yeah, I'm a negative one. So, Sirkin, you're going to go before Flint? Yep. All right. It's to be. You just went. Yep. Who's next? Oh, yeah. Okay. Duh. The other kobold next to you on the other side sees you and attempts to strike you with the same spear. Misses. And across the pond, you see this arrow fire across it 17 he's attacking me yeah yeah he hit for six points of damage warren you I'll see save. all hell breaking loose on the other side of this rubble okay uh so i see uh stabby do i see the kobold with the spear next to stabby who just attacked him yeah, you see him come across. He's actually pretty much right in front of the tunnel. Okay. The stubby came out and went to the went to the right, and he was at the left, so he went forward. So he's pretty much right in your line of fire right now. 
Oh, good. Okay, lovely. I'm so glad he's framed himself so nicely for me because um, he's about to get an Overge Blast. That is a 23 to hit. God damn. You taking notes, Flint? <laughs> uh, that is, however, only a five force damage. And then uh, the couple also takes an additional two points of fire damage. Oh, yeah. He's still doing okay. Yes. And then, and then, uh, if he, uh, if Warren can without like getting in anyone's way, he's either gonna like move back past like Sirkin and uh, Nighttail, or like Warren will just kind of like step to one side and kind of like hug the wall, <laughs> get out of the way. Okay. And that's his turn. Stubby, make a perception check. I can't hear you. Roll the three. Three. What pretty you stars, You see that the sir? kobold has kind of leaned back a little as he took this this damage. Sirkin. Now you're pretty deep into this uh, in this tunnel right now. <laughs> what would you like to do? Have I seen all the action like unfold in front of me? Like I'm it's pretty hard to tell because the window that you're viewing it through is probably maybe maybe three foot in diameter from where you are because of the boulders that are been stacked in this tunnel and how far it is away from the end. You just see like a couple flashes of metal. You hear a bunch of ooh, ooh. and then of course you see Warren's blast, you know, just go sailing down the down the corridor and then he gets out of the way to kind of hide. Okay. I mean, at that point, Sirkin kind of realizes that someone is attacking the group. So at that point, he's going to pull out both of his short swords and try to climb over the rubble and see if he can try to attack anyone within reach. Okay. What's your distance? What's your movement? 30? My speed? Yeah, 30 feet. Okay. So you'll probably just get to the mouth of the cavern. You won't be able to get out because it's cost you. I think it's double movement to go through yeah. it. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll just I'll just get to the foot of the opening right there and just. Okay. That's it. Nighttail does the same thing. Gets pretty close up right behind you. Draws out his uh, his spear. Stubby. I'm gonna attack that other cabold. Uh, Okay. With my rapier. Whoops. Wrong dice. That is going to be a seven. Seven does not make it. You see him. Did you want to move or anything? Yeah, I want to. Um, how, how close am I to this guy? Five feet. Actually, uh, probably seven feet because he leaned back. And he's going to lean back again, so... Um, I'm going to move back 10 feet. Okay. With his spear, he attempts to attack you. That still puts you in range. 17 feet puts him in range? Well, he'll, I was move, seven... he'll move up five feet then. Okay. He'll move forward five feet to get to that. Because okay. the spear's got 10 feet range. It's got range on the spear. Okay. 
Uh, but I don't think it's going to hit you. Not with a 13. Nope, he misses. Okay. Warren. This guy uh, has kind of moved away from the opening of the tunnel at this point. Okay. Did you skip uh, Flint? I said Warren. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said, but have you, you skipped Flint? Oh, shit. I did, didn't I? Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, think I was supposed to go before. Oh, you're supposed Stabby. to go. No, you were actually supposed to go before uh, Nighttail. Oh, okay. Oh, go ahead. All right. Um, I'm going to use my movement to get up. And oh, that's right. You were prone. I was prone. Yeah, that's why I wanted to make I sure wish I, get I up. had known that. <laughs> yeah, that's why when you you, I felt like he skipped you. me, I was like, shit, man, no, I got to get up. Um, get up, and you said they're using spears. Like, is any of them, any of the two cabals? I know one got pushed back, but was the initial one that uh, Stebby hit, is he still in my range? The initial one is dead. Oh, the initial the one. The one that Warren hit is still alive and is pretty close to you, probably about five feet from you. But there's also one across the pond by this by the southern exit. Make a perception check while you're there right. as you're pulling yourself up off this uh, sandy shoreline here. Finally, something good. 21. 21. You notice the water is rippling and making its way towards the edge where you guys are at. Distance-wise, how far? Or Probably just still about... Uh, Gotta look at my, my map real quick. Still probably about 10 feet away from the shoreline. All right. Um, I'm gonna draw out my mace and try to strike the cabal that's in front of me and miss horribly. I'm still a little uh, wobbly from getting surprise attacked with an eight. Ah, damn. So, big miss. So as we go back through the initiative, came back up, Stabby, then the Kabold, back to you, Warren. Okay, so do I have a clear back sight? You, <laughs> 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 you still um, don't see him, no. Because okay. he still would have moved. We just, Stabby and the Kabold, instead of going up here, uh, I had to move Flint up there real no, quick. No, 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 no. But it, it, everything still happened simultaneously. So. so can I see the cobalt that is with the spear? Do I have line of sight? The spear? Mm-hmm. No, he's uh, to the side of the Okay, the so he stepped away. Can yeah. I see the cobalt across the pond? Because I do have a 120-foot vision. Yeah, yeah, we'll say he's right across the way from you. Awesome. Guess what he's getting to the face? A lot of that getting it to the face. It's <laughs> like to dump it on people's face, don't you? I mean, what you... it's what I do. Oh, shit. Uh, that is a 23 to hit. God dang. Fuck. Can I use your dice? <laughs> D&D Beyond, man. Uh, okay, so that is eight force damage and another two points of fire damage. Okay. I you see from of... across the way, you see him take get rocked. Ah. <sighs> Look back at you. Looks like he wants to do something, but he's not doing anything yet. Okay. And Flint. then Warren is once again going to like make himself like less conspicuous. Okay. Flint, you notice that something begins to crest the waterline and you see these two large 
snapping turtles crest the sand and actually start making their way towards you and Stubby. And that is where we will stop. Stubby! No! (laughs) (laughs) Turtle power, man. Just gnarly fucking turtles. You get Michelangelo, I'll get Luigi. (laughs) (laughs) Luigi, stop. Luigi. (laughs) Feel like a plumber turtle? What? Oh, we're plumbing all day long. Gosh darn it. Leonardo. Oh, Leonardo. Leonardo. Yeah. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> that was Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good grief.